It's Thursday night, live. We're actually down in our main room of the church where we live, changing it up. I know, I don't want to cause too yeah. much confusion. Yeah. But, um, anyway, just, we're starting a little late. Um, how are you? Are you are you telling me how you're doing? I hope you're doing I hope you're doing okay. We've had a rough week here. I can't imagine mm-hmm. what it's like there. We've just really a lot of just some tragedies on the island for some of our island families. Um, just heartbreaking stuff. Um, we've gotten so many more cases of coronavirus in the last week or so. Um, it's just the surges here. It's happening, and so we just keep praying that everyone or anyone that has coronavirus um, would not get it so that they would have to be hospitalized or, you know, that it wouldn't get it severely. So that's the prayer for our little island, and I'm sure you have that prayer going on for whatever community you're a part of. So please let us know how we can pray for you. We love when you kind of give us heads up. For those of you who are watching live, go ahead and send some messages or let us know what's going on. Um... This is, this is a time for the church to pull together, even mm-hmm. if it's underground, even if we're just doing it through uh, texting, through social media. Um, even though we're not able to always congregate and meet together with families and friends, this is such an important time um, when you're being limited doing other things to connect with things that still will really encourage people and matter. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Pastor, what do we... Uh, we're, um, I don't mean to be rattling. So what's, what's our message on tonight? Well, you know, as we're going into the uh, Christmas season, we're going to look at Jesus' coming. Um, coming yes. in the flesh, you know, the flesh and blood. Oh, come, and um, come the word that's been used, yes. I'm sorry, I'm and, just doing background music. And it's, uh, they call it the incarnation of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that word is a, uh, means, the, means the embodiment or um, to become flesh. And basically what it means is that it's, it's our foundational claim mm-hmm. of Jesus coming, you know, someone, mm-hmm. God coming in, in the natural, right? And he didn't come to just inspire Jesus. Uh, God did not come through Jesus, speak through Jesus. Um, but God he actually flesh. came in yep. flesh. His own arm, yeah. yep, brought salvation to him. And so, so a few questions that come from that, you know, what would God come to us? Why would he come to us in Jesus? What was the purpose of the incarnation? And how are we meant to respond to this incarnation, to God's coming to us in Jesus today? And so as, as we answer these questions, we hope that this series uh, will help us discover or rediscover actually the significance of Christmas. You know, sometimes mm. we just kind of get caught up with yeah. Christmas and we kind of forget. Not and, so much this year. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. We're really going to... I think we're really going to rediscover some things mm-hmm. that maybe we've kind of forgotten or gotten past, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, really to celebrate the fact that he came. Mm-hmm. And uh, a scripture that I absolutely love, it's in the uh, message... It says, and the word became flesh. Uh, prior to that, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and, and the, the word, word was, was God. God. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, and then later in verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh and blood. And the way message says, it says, and it moved, into and moved into the neighborhood. Love it. I love that, mm-hmm. you know, because that seems like more, I don't know, I guess more real. You know, mm-hmm. it's like he just came into our neighborhood. You yeah, know? he didn't visit the neighborhood. He moved in. He moved in. He became a part of it. He owned exactly. it. Exactly. He identified with it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, and that part right there is actually important for us as a as a Christian community, as a people, to, uh, to be able to move into mm-hmm. the neighborhood, to be able to connect and serve in the place that you live. Um, and so... So the, why did he come? Why did Jesus come? And mm-hmm. um, I think it's part of the answering of a question that was found in Genesis 3, verse 8 and 9. This is right after Adam and Eve 
had fallen. They had, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they'd eaten of the apple and they were hiding from God. And it says, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden uh, in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife, they hid themselves from the presence of the mm -hmm. Lord among the trees of the garden. And so the Lord called to Adam and he said to him, where are you? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not it like he didn't know. Yeah. yeah. And and he recognized that there was a separation that had happened mm -hmm. there. Yes. And, um, and so where are you? And I think that question was answered um, with why Jesus came. Uh, in Matthew 1, 18 to 21, it says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her, her fiance, was a good man and he didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. And as he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And he says, Joseph, son of David, mm. um, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son. And you mm. are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their, from sin. their sins. And so that was why he came. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, he. this is why he's going to come. Um, you're going to name him Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. And, and John, also that Emmanuel, that God would be with us. That God would be with us, yeah. So he and broke that barrier of not just being somewhere up there, but he was going to be somewhere with us. With us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably one of the most beautiful things about our faith is that it's just not, you know, there's not just some God far away that we can mm -hmm. kind of talk to or pray to, but mm -hmm. there's a God that's totally intimately involved mm -hmm. and engaged with us. Absolutely. The fact that he would come and and put him allow himself to come into a body a human body uh to be able to experience all that humanity experiences i think that's a beautiful thing and and so in john 3 16 17 you've heard you know this one probably a million times for god loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that anyone who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life but the next verse says it beautifully god did not send his son into the world to condemn it but to save it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important that we recognize that Jesus, his intent was not to come and condemn this world, mm -hmm. but it was to save it, you know? That's, yeah, that's why the invitation, no matter how how far off, you know, it's, Enrique has always said, go for the worst. Mm -hmm. You know, just remember that God isn't about looking for people to judge. He knows that we're all lost and he knows that's we're right. dumb sheep. But his, his goal was to come to redeem and restore and That's said right. in Isaiah, it says, my own arm brought salvation. Mm -hmm. I found no man to stand in the gap. So Jesus took on, God took on flesh in Jesus to redeem men back to God. Mm -hmm. And um, so his main reason was to come to see, to seek and save that which was lost. That's right. Which was all of us at one time. That's right. And um, nothing better than that. It's beautiful. And so like in Luke 19, it says the son of man, he was talking, they were asking, who are you? He said, the son of man has come to seek and save that which was lost. And, you know, he seeks us. And that's what he did in the garden. He was seeking. Mm -hmm. Where are you? And so, so the, we see that the main reason was that um, he came to seek and save that, that which was lost. And he continues to seek us to this day. And he continues yeah, I think to he ask just, us the yeah, question. I loved when I, when I remember doing that study with a bunch of women and saying it was more of a cry out like where are you like mm -hmm. he knew what happened and he knew that we were gone and so I really believe that God he woos us yeah. from the minute even from before we're born he's got a plan and he's wooing us and he's always asking where are you come mm -hmm. home and it's not a where are you like where have you been you know how your parents were all right where were you 
Both of them, you're like, it's not like that. It's a different. Yeah, it's a, it's a cry. It's a crying out, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I think that's a good question to have, you know, to ask ourselves, where where am I? You know, where am I in my journey with God? Mm-hmm. Where am I in my journey with my family? Am I seeking Him as my refuge or am I running from Him? Mm-hmm. Am I afraid or am I trusting? Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, yeah. And so because He came, there are benefits that come to us because He came as a human being. Um, it says that since we as God's children um, are being are human beings made, made of flesh and blood, He became flesh and blood. Um, too, by being born in human form, and uh, for only as a human being could he die and, and in dying break the power of the devil who had the power of death. So he had to come uh, in, in the human form so that he could break the power of death, claim the power of death over the enemy. And only in that way he could deliver those who were through the fear of death. Because a lot of people are afraid of dying. Mm. But he defeated death. Yeah, I think it holds us hostage. Mm-hmm. It's he, like slaves. I like, I like that verse when he says, Only I can deliver those who the fear of death have been living all their lives as slaves to constant dread. And I feel like that's a really important thing now to, with COVID. Um, it's like COVID is something we don't understand. And we never know how hard it's going to hit us individually. We don't know how our loved mm-hmm. ones are going to do with it. We don't know how we're going to do with it. So we really could get ourselves worked up into being in a constant dread. But the bottom line is, is we are free from the fear, from the sting of death. We have a great reward prepared for us. So we must live our life in such a victorious way that we do not fear. I mean, it's natural and it's normal. Sometimes we're like, but we want to see our kids finish. We want to have our grandkids. You know, we all have things that we, mm-hmm. we love greatly. But Christ came to set us free so that we could embrace circumstances embrace our life embrace if our life was to be shortened we just need to trust and rely on him but not live in dread because that's the fear in perfect mm-hmm. love cast out that fear so that's we just right. need to know that um th- that we can seek him as our refuge that's right and and because he came as a as a human being and he experienced everything that we experience um he has been through suffering and temptations and he knows that what it's like Mm -hmm. when we suffer Mm -hmm. and are tempted and he's able to help us and so that's another thing that gives us the assurance to know that he's he's with us and he knows what it's like he Mm -hmm. knows what it's like to be a human being to be Mm -hmm. tired to get hungry Mm -hmm. uh to be sleepy um Mm -hmm. you know to face adversity all the things that that we go through he understands and so Mm -hmm. we can go to him and ask him for help and he'll be there he we he identifies with this so he can help us um, another thing that he did um, in coming as a human being, uh, he said, you know, he was talking about, he was talking to his disciples and he says, you know, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what the enemy's trying to do, trying to destroy right. this planet, trying to destroy you because you're, you are created in the image of God. I know. And I love it. And the response is my purpose was to give you life in all its fullness. So it's not just about new life. He gave us not just forgiveness of sin. He gave us fullness of life. He right. wants us to live in abundance. He wants us to live in freedom, mm-hmm. especially not being slave to either the dread of death, the dread of illness, the dread of finances, the dread of performance, the dread of shame. He came, he took all of that on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he really is the most indescribable gift. That's why we celebrate Christmas, right? That's we right. give each other gifts because he was so an indescribable gift. Mm-hmm. He did so much for us. And I think it takes us a while sometimes to understand all of what is available to us, this That's great right. inheritance that he's willing to give us. That's so right. 
Jesus came to give it to us. He That's gave right. himself life and breath to everything. That's right. That's his heart. God himself gave life and breath to everything. That's right. And you know, and we don't know how long that is going to last. You know, we don't know how if we're going to live to be 100 years oh, old right, or 50 right, right. or 20 or whatever. We don't know. Those those things are not in, well, in our control. Well, we live forever, though. But him. we do live forever. So yeah. even though our outward man is perishing, even though mm -hmm. we're getting older, yes. um, you know, that's just the reality. That's just what it is, right? But the fact is, is that you will live forever. You. Um, mm -hmm. Your body may not, but you as a person, the person that is inside this body, that lives forever. And so God himself uh, gives life and breath to everything, mm -hmm. everything around us, all creation. Uh, the, uh, I, I did a word study on that life, the full life, and it's speaking of exceeding uh, some, uh, some number or a measure or rank. It's over and above. It's more mm -hmm. than necessary. It's exceedingly abundant, supremely overflowing. That's the kind of life that he wants us to live. Mm -hmm. However long that period is, he wants right. us to live a full right. life, right? Right. So you are taking full advantage of this this incredible experience that we have called humanity. You know this this earthly experience that we're having, and and so there are so many things that he did in coming um, in in flesh and blood. Another benefit is um, you know uh, in John one eighteen it says no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son mm -hmm. is himself God and is near to the Father's heart. And he has revealed God to us. Right. And so, because sometimes we don't know what, you know, like, what's God like, you know? Well, you know, Jesus um, was asked that same question. Hey, show us the Father and we'll be satisfied. And he says, we all know what he said. Haven't Philip, I been with you? you Have so I not long. been with you all this time, Philip? And yet you still don't know who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Has seen the Father. And so, so I think that that is... The most important thing we need to get a, a yeah, it gives sense us a better grasp God is, of who you know, God is through Absolutely. Jesus. So that Just was the first benefit. And the second one was He revealed the heart of God to us. That's right. Because some of us don't understand the character of God or don't trust the heart of God because we think of either our earthly fathers or just some woundedness with men in general mm -hmm. that we can not trust God's heart. But Jesus revealed God's heart to us. That's right. And so I'm going to go back now to that Jesus became flesh moved into the neighborhood. And so as he revealed the Father's heart toward us, uh, we are called to reveal the heart mm -hmm. of Jesus to others, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, in Ephesians, it says, watch what God does, mm -hmm. and then you do it. Mm -hmm. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Mm -hmm. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. Mm. He didn't love in order to get something from us, mm -hmm. but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Mm -hmm. you know, what, what a great passage. This is in the message. And it's like, just, just follow God. Mm -hmm. See what he does, how he loves you. Mm -hmm. And then that same way that he loves you. Yeah, that's quite of a challenge. It what is. a great thing to do for gift to give at Christmas. That's right. And, and the only way we can do that, you know, to actually love like he did, is to recognize that we have to die to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. um, it says, I have been crucified with Christ in Galatians. Uh, it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live in the flesh. Uh, I, the life I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it is no longer us, but it's Christ living in us, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and then Paul even says this very cool thing to uh, the Corinthians. He says, your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Mm. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. 
Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. And so he was talking about, you know, your life and your love for people is like, it's like there have been, the law of love has been carved into your heart. It's like, this is who you are. And they were like living letters. Uh, in John 13, says, so now I'm going to give you a new commandment. Uh, love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Uh, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And so, again, another another challenge to us, you know, especially during this Christmas, especially during this COVID season, where, you know, people are, are pretty upset. The fact that it's come back again, and here it is, you know, it seems like twice as bad or whatever. A lot of people are very concerned about it. And uh, yet at the same time, and there's others that are not so concerned about it, but how do we love each other? Mm -hmm. How do we love our neighbors? How do we uh, respect them? How do we honor where they're at in their season of life? And so I think those are the things that yeah, we can do. Yeah, I think, you know, I think we have to be really creative in the way we give this season. Mm -hmm. And the gifts of just making time for people that don't normally have people make time for them. That's right. And um, giving gifts of, um, of time is really hard. It is. And, um, or just secretly giving, whether it's food or money. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I know all of us, we, we've all been placed in a certain neighborhood. And so I think it's just important to first be connected and understand Father's great love for you mm -hmm. and trust his heart. And then it allows you to abandon yourself, to, be, to just let yourself be buried in Christ so mm -hmm. that Christ lives in you. And um, people will see that. People, people see when you've been humbled by the living God, people just, they want to be around you. That's right. You know, you're around somebody who thinks life's all about them. You really get tired of being around them. Mm -hmm. I always used to say I liked working with people that had a lot of kids. Because when parents have had a lot of kids, they realize they got to be flexible. Right. But anyway, so there's a lot of challenge tonight. We're just, we, it's a great holiday season. I know, um, hopefully we'll be staying together. I don't know. We'll hope to see you next week. Mm -hmm. But if there's anything, we, any prayers that you have or any prayer requests, please let us know. Mm -hmm. And again, there's just been some really hard times for some of the island families here. And mm -hmm. so if you think of Catalina, that you just lift us up and the families that have been right. affected by loss. That's right. Yeah. So have yourselves a blessed um, season yep. and Advent, you know, as we're entering into this Christmas season. And just uh, just remember that the Lord came Mm -hmm. He came in human form Amen. so that he could live among us, so that he could die and give his life for us, so that we could live for him and be free. And mm -hmm. so be blessed. Thank Have you. a great week. And we'll be praying for you as you pray for us. Okay. Good night. Take care.